Hey everybody, we have the privilege to have with us on tonight a recent graduate from the University of Kansas. She's a first team All-American, an ITA Summer Nationals doubles champion, an ITA All-American Championships doubles champion, and at one point in this past season was part of the number one doubles team in the country. Please welcome to the pod, Miss Yannette Hoch. Yannette, welcome to the pod. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Well, I'm, I, uh, I mean, I really don't know what to say other than, than wow. This was, um, this was quite a year for, for not only you, but, but the team. Um, I mentioned all those accolades you know, prior, and yet we didn't even talk about the Big 12 team championship, um, making it all the way to the round of 16, battled Stanford to an absolute war before falling just a tiny bit short you know, you just graduated, you just finished four years. Has has this all sunk in yet? And and what have you been doing, you know, the last few weeks since the season has ended? Well, first of all, I agree it was, it was a very special season and it was hard for it to come to an end, but I guess all good things has to come to an end. Um, it hasn't really sunk in some, some days more than others, um, but I always just think back um, to what I enjoyed and it's it's a, it's been a long four years. Um, and now I'm just trying to get my things ready to move on to the next new chapter in life. Um, but remembering the special moments we all had this year. Without a doubt. And uh, you you and your class, I mean, I- I'll say it. I-, I don't know if you want to brag about it, but you and your class really elevated this program to, uh, to, to really um, some amazing heights. And it was so, so awesome, not only to watch this year, but, you know, as the journey, especially with since Coach Chapman took over just six years ago and then adding Coach Lillian four years ago. Um, you were there with the same amount of time as Coach Lillian, just watching it grow and grow and grow um, was awesome to watch. So, Yeah, I think that's what made this season even more special was for the few of us who came in together looking back on the what we did freshman year up to our senior year and just completely ending on the highest of highs um, and just really appreciating what what happened and everything we've been through to get the program to where it's at now and it's something I'll never forget and it's a legacy that will stay. Absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt. It is a legacy that, that will stay and, and we hope the people that come after you uh, keep that level where it is and, and who knows, maybe even get to raise it. Um, you, you, guys yeah. set, you guys set a very high bar and it was, it was just awesome. So... Let's, let's kind of get a little bit, um, know a little bit more about you. I know you're from Durbanville, South Africa. Talk about how you got started in the sport. Yeah, I, I started at a very young age. I was six. Both my parents played league tennis. Um, and I was always the girl next to the court, waiting for them to be done, waiting to hit a few balls with my parents. Um, and then my brother is five years older. He also played a little, and he's a coach now still. Um, so we were always kind of in the sport. Um, but my parents or brother were never really at that level. I was the only one who wanted to take it further. And when opportunities came around, um, I took them. I played as much as I could as a junior. started in South Africa, started moving into Africa, then Europe. And just always really enjoyed it. I was very passionate about the sport, very competitive, um, and just always wanted to be better. So did you look, I mean, there, there's quite a few South African players on, on tour. You know, we mentioned Wayne, from, from Wayne Ferreira on the, on the uh, ladies' side of Manakotzer. You got Kevin Anderson right now. Were, were any of those players people that you looked up to? Um, I kind of got that 
at an odd time. Um, I was at that point. Kevin was still young. He wasn't really playing like he is now. And Wayne Ferreira it was just before my time. But I was actually coached by uh, P.D. Norville. He played in Wayne Ferreira's era. So yeah. That, brought me into the professional tennis and he obviously had a very competitive mind and knew how to play and coach at a high level. Um, so that changed my training in a big way. Yeah, he um, played on tour. I, I know that name. He played on tour for quite a while, actually, right? Yeah, very good doubles player. Yeah. A sound tennis mind. Um, that helped me a lot. And then starting to tour just made me see different things. And I feel like, yeah, I looked up to professionals on TV but when you're starting your own journey, uh, you kind of just focus on where you want to be and your skill level and what you want to improve. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, obviously in doing research uh, for this podcast, we looked at some of the highlights of your junior career. You were ranked as high as uh, 152 ITF Junior World Rankings, number three in the South Africa Junior Rankings. You won several singles titles along with collecting top honors and doubles at several tournaments. Watching you, um, we, it, what stands out is, one, your athletic ability, and two, your, your instincts at net. You know, a lot of juniors, um, they don't play a ton of doubles. Uh, was, was doubles something that, that just came natural to you, or was that really developed um, even at the college level? Um, in the beginning, I actually enjoyed singles more when I was about 14, 15, and then I I got this partner, she was a little older than me, and she was very good at the net, and she was very confident, and I was more of the baseline player, um, but I've always sliced, so I wanted to get forward, and I had good feel, um, and then she helped me get more comfortable at the net, because we needed it, because we were playing at a higher level, Right. Um, and then... So, obviously, towards the end of my junior career, I won some doubles events, some African events there. Then coming into college, I knew doubles was something I did strongly. Um, but both coaches here are very developmentally focused, so they never stopped working on strengthening our strengths. So, we kept pushing, really working hard on our doubles. So, the doubles I played freshman year and the doubles I'm playing or played this year is a complete different level. Like, everything was just sharp. Um, we just trained doubles the right way, and that gave us so much confidence. I mean, even in my singles, going from a doubles point, just taking over at the net, then moving into a singles match, like you just gain so much momentum just by having someone next to you on the court that you trust and then moving into singles play. I mean, it helped in every way possible. Yeah, a lot of people say that, and, and, and I definitely agree with that assessment. Um, so with your obviously very good junior career, was college tennis something that you knew you wanted to come into the states and, and try, or, or how did that how did that all work? And, and who who really recruited you? And how did a girl from South Africa wind up in Lawrence, Kansas? I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> um, I did not want to come to America to play college tennis. I was very much set on playing professional events, touring like I did as a junior. Um, my parents were the ones telling me maybe go to America, they can pay for your schooling, the tennis is a high level, and I was always the one saying no, I think um, I want to do it on my own, because I knew coming into America you would have to be a team player, and I've never been used to that, um, and I also wasn't sure about the level, but just uh, towards the end we needed to face reality, I needed to see that there's no, at that point there was no training base for me to travel well out of, to um, have sufficient money to travel with, it just wasn't going to work out. Maybe a year, and then 
who knows if you're good enough. So I decided to take the route of collegiate and I went back on the emails of recruiting. Um, and at that point, I mean, positions and scholarships were filled uh, and I, it came down to Kansas and some other schools and um, I just felt really comfortable speaking to Todd at that time, knowing he had five daughters. Um, that put my parents at ease too because he's a father. I mean, they have to send their daughter across the world. Right. Um, so that helped in that sense. And he was also very firm in what he wanted to do with the program. He, was, he knew the class he was bringing in. Um, and he had just had a great vision for what he was planning. And in the back of my head, I was like, this sounds really great, but I'm still not sold on this. I'm going to go to America and try it for two months. If not, I'll go home. And he can tell you up to this day, that's exactly what I told him. He was freaking out. This <laughs> girl saying, I'm come for two months. You're going to sign a scholarship. He even picked me up at the airport and I had one bag, a small bag in my rackets. And he was like, where's your other stuff? <laughs> oh my I'm like, God. I told you, Todd, I'm staying for a little bit. And, First day here, I loved every second of what I was seeing, who I was around, um, and obviously finishing my four years here, I would do it again. Had you taken a campus visit? Um, as Not a- at all. I came in blind. Wow. First time to America was Lawrence, Kansas. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're glad you, you stayed more than two months, and we're glad that you fell in love with the place. Um, a lot of people associated with school, pretty much everyone associated with school loves the place. It's so funny what you say about Coach Chapman with what his vision was, and he had a plan, because we talked about, I've had Coach Chapman on the pod, I've also had Jim Marchione on the pod, and they all talked about Coach Chapman's vision. He came in, even when he was interviewing, he had a specific vision, a specific plan that he laid out, and they actually talked about in the Big 12 tournament, which we'll get to in a little bit, how that plan almost pretty much came to life in, in reality. Um, but that he he obviously was spot on with what he was trying to do, and again, what you guys accomplished was was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, his vision was was very good. It was, um, but I think bringing Caroline in and helping him get to that was just it was just such a great combination because they pushed us in different ways that got us all to reach our highest potential. Absolutely. So. Um, we, we talk about your class, how you elevated the, the standards of where this program is. And there's two very special people to you. I, uh, how do we want to do this? I, I, I need your help, if you can, to pronounce these people's names. I'm going to refer to them as your doubles partner, Nina, and then obviously the singles player who was at one point um, number one in the country. She dealt with a ton of adversity, um, some, some serious injuries, still came back and, and is an unbelievable tennis player, and we'll refer to her as Nas. If you want to give the full names, go right ahead. If you want to refer to the short names, that's good by me. I should be able to say both of their last names, but I'm not going to try Nina's, so I think Nas and Nina is fine. Let's stick to that. Uh, fair enough. I mean, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess if you can't do it after four years, I'm not going to try to do it uh, <laughs> First time live on a yeah, podcast. I'm still not very confident. <laughs> so, talk a little bit about now. I understand that that they're both from um, they're both from Russia. They they knew each other going in. You didn't have any idea who who either of them were, right? No, I had no idea coming in. Um, I just knew two Russian girls, and with my junior career, I was very Russians on on the junior tennis tour. They can be pretty hard to be around, so I was a little worried. But then, I mean, the first night I met Nina and then Nas and X and then 
just having to be in a team environment just completely changed how we approached each other and the relationships we had um, that formed within the first week. Did they did did you talk to them before you set foot on campus or the first time you I ever didn't said talk to anyone but Todd and Caroline? Wow. Before I <laughs> Wow, that's a huge risk obviously for for your parents to send you not even going on a visit. Um, but like you said, hey, you'll try it for two months and thankfully those two months uh, lasted four years. In this case, fortune favored the Braves. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So this year um, was obviously special. You guys as a team, when I say team, not you and Nina, I'm talking Kansas as a whole, you guys only lost one doubles point the entire year, which is amazing, which I think, um, as you and I were kind of discussing when we were prepping for this, it sets the tone for singles, right? You right out of the shoot, get on your opponents early, boom, one nothing, and now you're just, you, you got that positive feeling and now you're rolling into singles. Obviously, that's something that the coach has stressed with you, right? Yeah, very much so. But like I said earlier, we worked so hard in our doubles games because, I mean, we had such a solid doubles uh, lineup this year that um, really it is uh, just going to be a tough matchup for anyone facing us. So you guys won the the, some, the ITA Summer Nationals, then you won the prestigious ITA All-American Championships. Um at, at, at any such point, I mean, you guys knew, you, you and Nina both knew you were going to be very good. Um, but was there one point in the fall before the, before the season, you know, the, the, the collegiate, the conference season really started, um, was, some, was it at some point where like, whoa, we can do some special things here? Well, it actually started in the summer when I, so usually we come back in the summer and we play the smaller ITAs around Kansas. And Nina and I just decided after after the last time we played was sophomore year, just to try again. And we we actually won the small event here, and we ended up. The coach just told us to go to the ITA event, and neither of us had money to go up there to Texas and play that tournament. It's been a long summer. Uh, long story short, I decided to sell my car so the two of us could go because we were playing solid doubles. Uh, I was like, let's do it. Let's let's make this happen, and we did. And actually, in the quarterfinals, we were down. You only played an eight-game pro set. We were down uh, seven three forty fifteen, and we ended up winning that match. Obviously, because we won the tournament. Right. By the end of that match, I looked at Nina. I was like, Do you realize what we just did? <laughs> we couldn't really come here. We we made it work, and we won this. And we we got a wild card. That's the only way we got into all Americans was that wild card we got. Right. And then, so we've been to All-Americans before our sophomore year, and we completely butchered it there. We did not play well. We didn't approach it the right way. And this time we went in, like, let's just have fun. It's our last shot to play together, basically, as a senior class. So let's just, so we never looked at who we were playing. Caroline didn't tell us uh, who we were playing. We just, um, we prepared every day. We had our own stuff. We didn't spend much, much time at, at the courts. And then... By the fourth round, I think we beat the number one seed from Stanford in all Americans. We didn't even know until after the match because Twitter blew up. Right. That's, when, that's when I realized like we're playing high level right now. We're in sync with each other. Um, and yeah, when we won that tournament, we knew uh, we were playing with the best of the best and we we're playing very high level and actually having fun with that. It. it wasn't something we had to do. 
right. wanted to, and it was great. Awesome. And that obviously continues into the year, and you guys um, got some revenge on Oklahoma State and Texas to win the Big 12 tournament. I remember when you guys lost those 4-3 matches to both them, um, you know, the ITA kickoff with Oklahoma State and then Texas during the year 4-3. I remember I was talking to, to Caroline. I said, this needs to happen because you guys need to be in these tough positions um, it's like you can't speed up the process type of thing. And, and at the end of the day, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out in your favor. I know it's going to work out in your favor. They're preparing, you know, the coaches are preparing you guys every day for these positions. And sometimes you have to experience some pain before it goes in your favor. And sure enough, the Big 12 Championships hosted at the Jayhawk Tennis Center in Lawrence, Kansas, um, you wind up beating both Oklahoma State and Texas to win the Big 12 Tournament. Coach Chapman's reaction on Match Point is absolutely to die for. If you haven't, check it out on YouTube or any of the KU tennis on the Kansas Tennis um, social media feeds. I myself, I was going you know, a little bit back and forth with the, with the um, live stream, and I was focused on Nas's match because she, she had won the first set, and the second set was getting uh, deep into the second set, and Maria was down big. And yeah. she came all the way back, and I did a quick switch, and it was um, it was just so awesome. Talk a little bit about that weekend. Well, the weekend was just, um, it was such a big build-up to the weekend, and it was obviously just great having all the teams there. But since our first match we played, our crowds were bigger than usual for us hosting. And um, so we had momentum coming from our crowd. Like we had fans there who actually wanted us to win. And it was just such a, we had an advantage at home. And so playing Oklahoma State again in the semis, we had just lost, the last time we played to them, we got um, smoked. Yeah. And it was actually, we were done quick. And we had a team meeting that night. And at that point, the coaches told us, you guys need, this is the point where you decide what you want to do with this season. Like, no one wants to lose like this, and it's up to you guys how we're going to change, how we're going to face whatever comes next, because we're such a higher-level team than what we showed on court today. And it's like everyone's minds shifted that night. We just Everyone clicked, and we got on the same page, got on board. So facing Oklahoma State that day, we knew what to do to beat them. We just had to believe, and we just, for all six of us played that day. It wasn't like no one showed up, or there was one person... And it came from the doubles. We had a strong doubles point and strong singles. Uh, competed our hearts out. And we let it all out there and it worked. And we were at that point, that moment of beating them was almost so big that we, um, yeah, I mean, our happiness was through the roof. But then we went to the lounge right after and both coaches said, this is great, but we need to, like, it doesn't stop here. We're not settling for this. Tomorrow is another big opportunity for us. We know the team, we know who we're playing, it's our home courts, and I mean, I don't know if you saw the crowd we had there. I did, it was awesome. Like you walk in and it it's it feels warm. It almost felt like walking into Allen Fieldhouse for a tennis match. <laughs> it felt like, and, um, and we had the momentum right away again from the doubles, um, going into singles, um, and then Maria doing that after the previous time she played Katie, she lost. To do that in such a big moment, once again for a younger player to show what's in them was such a special moment. As you can see, Todd putting Michael Jackson to shame in that match. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, it was 
it's emotional to think back on because it was things we dreamt about, it's things we always spoke about. We want to leave this place with rings, not just our K rings. We want to leave with conference rings. And we did that, and we did it against two teams who we haven't beaten. We've beaten Texas our freshman year, but ever since we played Oklahoma State, we've never beaten them. So just all of that together made it so much more special. Um, it was it was so awesome to, to see oh it from goodness. from even. I see pictures or video <laughs> or I tear up and I remember that feeling. My heart starts racing because I'm just back in that moment again, and you never want that to end. I know, and and you know, I was there a couple of weeks prior the for the um, what was it the TC, the Texas Tech TCU week. Yeah, and um, you guys were rolling that weekend, and um, the Big Twelve tournament to watch it from afar. I can only imagine how great it was actually being there. So so cool. You take that momentum and you host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. You play Denver, who you played last year, um, who you also beat last year. You you get through them, and then you play Florida again at home. Um, Florida is historically just a powerhouse, but you guys, again, home court advantage, um, beat them. You then play in the, what is it, what they call it, the Super Regional? Super it was regionals. new. Right, it was the Super Regionals. You have to go on the road to Stanford. Stanford has won, I don't know, 20, I think, NCAA, tournament, uh, NCAA titles. They won it again this year. You guys take, you win the doubles point, um, as you did all year long, with the exception of one time. Um you take them to the absolute brink um, before falling just slightly a little bit short. Um, and I do want to say, I, you and Nina played Stanford three times this year. And you beat, uh, in your matches, you beat them all three times. So that, that's crazy good. Congrats on that. But um, that was, I, I know how bad you guys wanted that match. And when you look at Stanford's road to the title, University of Kansas is by far their toughest opponent that they had to get through. Um, can you talk a little bit about that match? Oh, so we knew going in that we're playing Stanford at their home courts, so it was going to be a tough one. Um, but we had the perfect matchup for their team with our lineup. Um, we knew our doubles were strong, and we had great momentum leading into that. And then, but their courts are split, so you see three courts, and you don't see the other three courts, but you can only see the scoreboard. So that was really hard because you're playing, but your mind is kind of at the scoreboard. And we had great momentum going into three other singles courts um, and just playing. You can just feel our energy. And But they're a team, they're, they're big match temperaments. Are, it's like ingrained. They've been in those moments and they know how to handle those moments. And I feel like the only difference that day was just they, they trusted their, their big-time tennis Um Deuce points, uh, three all games. They just stuck with their stuff, and uh, they never changed how they played. And they're confident. They were really confident. And as close as we were, makes it so much harder that we lost, but also gives us so much confidence that we. There's never in a million years I would have thought that freshman year we would be starting their senior year. Exactly. Uh, pushing, pushing the best team in the nation on their home courts to a final set. Yeah, unbelievable. And I and I always say uh, playing for the highest of stakes, it, it, it's a privilege, but yet the better you get, the higher stakes that you, you, you compete at, when you fall a little bit short, it's just brutal. But you would so much rather be in those positions, be in the game, than not be in, not be in the game itself at all. So Yeah, um, no. 
Uh, and you, you, as you said, we were the closest match they had. We really pushed them. Um, and But that was a hard day for the three seniors. That was the first time we realized that we'll never play in a line of six people again. Um, what we did here is over as a team now, and that was very hard. Um, but we we all gave our best. We have so much to be proud of. And, um, yeah, that was quite the match to go out on. No, no regrets. You guys all left it all, I mean, left it out there. I mean, there's absolutely nothing you guys held back and um, – absolutely you keep your heads high for the rest of your lives because what you guys not only your three seniors but what the team accomplished um so awesome and and i want to kind of talk about the coaches and i know we've referred to them you know quite a bit but as i said i mean you coach chapman's been there six years you've been there four of his six years coach lily's been there four years you you've been there as long as she has Tell, talk a little bit about the relationship um, you have with them, and, and I'm gonna uh, I'm not gonna let you get off the I'm not gonna let you off the hook with this one. You got to give me something funny about each of them. You don't you don't play for them anymore, so they can't you know suspend you or can't move you down the lineup. You can you can let it all out if you want. <laughs> um, well, I have both a great relationship with both coaches. They're very different in how they handle or carry themselves on. In, a coaching perspective but they balance each other out really well um Todd is more of a he was like the dad role for me he uh, yeah he was like the talkative one Caroline was very she's you know she's tough and she pushes us and she not that Todd doesn't it just looks a little different um but they they show their care in such good ways that um with how they balance each other out on, a, on the court they bring out the best in everyone or at least attempt it's very hard having eight different personalities on court and trying to balance all of that out um but just their approach to hardships and even to wins and not making moments bigger than they are they just did such a great job and also keeping us intact i feel like um our team our standards as a team just in practice in how we carry ourselves on court um just what's expected never changed and that is a big reason why we achieved what we did because um, we knew the standards so you either stick with it or you're out um, so I have a lot of respect for what both of them did and in building a program I, I and building a program with what they both thought did because again the program before you guys came on board was was not anywhere close to where it is now um, no. you can't waver <laughs> you set a standard and like you said you either meet it or you know you gotta <laughs> it's not for you and um no. you know they, they they never wavered and like we no, said they didn't they, it was hard there, there are some really hard moments but i couldn't imagine playing for any other two people my any college career again well i know they'll appreciate you hearing that so okay now some now some of the the the, the real good stuff <laughs> give me something on both of them there's not much funny to say if i just I always make fun of Todd for being monotone and not really smiling enough. So I just look over and be like, Todd, coach, it's time to smile. And he would <laughs> smile. He would, so I would never let him go. I would always joke with him. And then he always said, Annette, well, you can give, give, give. If you can't take, then it's bad. So he started giving back. And it's just, um, we understood the jokes he made. But, um, yeah, he was pretty monotone. <laughs> so I tried to change that. And Caroline is... Um, 
hard demeanor but such a big heart so sometimes on court she would be really hard on you and uh, on court I'd be thinking why is she saying this and I end up winning the match and afterwards she'd be like it worked right I don't care what happened it worked right and she was always right um, so it was funny because um, yeah how she shows her care was just always it was tough it was um, but now I understand I see it now um, <laughs> being a high level like this um, you try to I only remember the successes. It's hard to remember the really funny stuff. Of course, there are a lot of funny things that happened over the course of these years. Right. But to put them in words is pretty hard. Yeah, I get it. And and you don't need me to tell you this, but in my communications with both of them, they, they think the world of, of you um, and Nasanina and everybody else on the team. They they really, really, really care and, and love you guys. And, and again, Thank it doesn't... You. Doesn't take doesn't take me to, to, to have to tell you that um, you know that, but um, it's no, it's. I, I, they they showed it in the ways they pushed us, in the ways they um, um, they wanted it as badly as we did. And although it's a program and you're looking for results, they actually did care about the person and the player we're becoming. Not just the player in in life now too going forward. Um, it doesn't change. We might be done here, but their numbers are still there. We can still talk to them about things, and that's how you know you're not just another player for four years. You actually meant something. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so let's kind of uh, we'll kind of go off course a little bit with with Kansas tennis. I'll ask a couple quick questions, just I guess to kind of know you a little bit better. You you ready for this? I'm ready. Favorite professional tennis player? Federer. He's got a big one on Friday. I don't know if I'm going to release this before Friday, but uh, uh, he's got Rafa in the semis on Friday. So we know who you'll be pulling for. Oh, yeah, always. Uh, favorite sport to play and favorite sport to watch other than tennis? They would both be golf. You good? I can play. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite place to hang out in Lawrence? Um, I would say Clinton Lake on a Sunday afternoon sunset or at the top of the Oread for a sunset. I am a sucker for any sunset, and Lawrence produces some good ones. Awesome. Uh, agreed. few words about your first experience at a Kansas basketball game in Allen Fieldhouse. It's full, and that, that saying they have about the walls are sweating is so true, and I couldn't wait for our tennis facility to be as packed as that, and I think we reached it by the end of the season. Best part about attending and playing at KU? Um, you're part of a family, and you get into the traditions, and then you learn how to wear your jersey with pride, uh, and it's something I'll never forget. Last thing I will ask you, true or false, you have won a Buffalo Wild Wings Hot Wings Contest. <laughs> that is true. And for the listeners out there, there may be some video on this. Now, you, I got to ask you, can you please recite the rules of how this contest works? <laughs> okay, four rules. No drinking, no puking, no wiping, and no crying. And you won. I did it. I think of, of all the accomplishments you have on the tennis court... 
I think oh this my one. Goodness, this one tops it all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely agree, Yannette. Uh, I just want you know full disclosure to everyone. Uh, if you guys have listened to this podcast before with with other um, Kansas people, I am an alum um, at the University of Kansas. So personally, to you, Yannette, um, just watching what what the coaches have developed, what you Nas and Nina have done to to raise this um, program to where it is today was unbelievable and it was so so fun and so exciting um i wish you nothing but the but the absolute best in the future i'm i'm curious what are you looking at at you know getting getting into going forward now my plan is to get into coaching um my biggest thing for that is i want to give back what i've gained over the last four years um and i hope one day i can change an athlete's perspective and game and life like mine was changed here. Well, you got two uh, two coaches from the University of Kansas that I know will be uh, really good mentors for you, and I know you'll you'll definitely keep in touch with and, and seek their advice on it. Totally agree. Um, thank you again. I, I really appreciate it, and um, I, I wish you have a great, productive summer and, and best of luck in in your journey going forward. Thanks so much, David, and thanks for having me. No problem. See you later. Bye. Bye. There you have it. Uh, First team All-American, Yannette Koch. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Um, her and her class have so much to be proud of and what they did with the, with the Kansas tennis program. Appreciate you listening to this, and look forward to hearing another guest on the Beelinson Tennis Podcast soon. Thank you. Thank you.